Welcome back, Masterpiece Women, to the Masterpiece Women podcast. We're so happy to have you with us today. And it's so great to just have another great expert with us today, Alicia Kramer. She specializes in working with entrepreneurs to help change their mindset, those doubts, those fears, and all that oftentimes entrepreneurs have, and her passion is to help them change their mindset. So we're excited to have her today. Alicia Kramer, thank you for being with us today. Thank you. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Wonderful. So Alicia, let's tell the audience a little bit I didn't go real in depth into your bio because I would love for you just to share the story of who is Alicia and how did you get started as an entrepreneur and get into this whole field? We'd love to hear your story. Sure. So today I'm recognized internationally as a business mindset expert. I have a couple of books, um, an international best-selling author, uh, lots of cool stuff on my, my business resume now. Um, But of course, it did not always look that way. Uh, So we'll take take a little little backtrack. I grew up on a dairy farm in central Wisconsin. My parents were really, really hard workers. Um, There was a tremendous amount of money stress all the time. Um, They struggled with a lot of their own unresolved issues. There was... um, a lot of anger, a lot of negativity, a lot of alcohol. Um, and it wasn't a very empowering, enriching upbringing, just putting it nicely. But one thing that really, really resonated with me, and I heard my mom say a lot, was that even though she worked literally seven days a week and still does to this day on a dairy farm, She so valued being her own boss and something about that really resonated with me. So when I was 18, I was an aspiring entrepreneur. I got started in network marketing, uh, failed miserably like most people do. Uh, In my early 20s, I actually moved from Wisconsin out to California, started studying. I started uh, studying with Frank Kern. For anybody who's in the internet marketing world at all, they've probably heard him. He's, you know, really come a long way as well. But back then he was sort of um, new, so to speak, newer. And I started an internet storefront. Like back before there was Shopify or any of like the the nice, um, you know, options we have today to streamline the process. This literally was what products do you want to sell? Find out who manufactures those products, get on the phone or send them an email, find out if you can work out a drop shipping arrangement with these people. And it was um, a lot more labor intensive, a lot more technical. And I did not have the right mindset. Did not. Um, it was, I was hopeful, I was optimistic, and I was eager. Um, so I had that going for me that ended up filing, uh, I ended up filing bankruptcy on my first business in my early 20s, which was absolutely devastating. But the dream didn't die, uh, as you could um, imagine, since I'm here today. Um, and in my mid 20s, 
I was out with some girlfriends. We had some drinks and someone had given me a uh, date rape drug. And when I came to, I had been physically and sexually assaulted. And that really was um, a horrible experience. I had post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, It sort of rocked my world. But in, you know, in hindsight, you can see that it was an absolute blessing because it was a catalyzing moment in my life to go on a really, really deep healing journey. And I healed so much from my childhood and so much of my self-worth issues and self-confidence issues. And I really wanted to help other people. So that transformational journey um, ignited within me this really, really deep, deep desire and calling to help people to heal and work through their stuff and to, you know, create a better life for themselves. So I, um, I started a a little, um, little practice in 2006, had very, very small success and quickly realized that I had to do business right. And that led me into really understanding what is the mindset of a successful business owner not only learning the skills that are necessary to grow a business, but diving deep into the inner work that is required to sustain yourself through the ups and downs of growing a business. And that really became my, my passion in helping other business owners to do the same so today, uh, this is now an international business and I'm able to, you know, help. I've over the decade that I've been doing this work, I've helped hundreds of one-on-one clients, thousands of clients through uh, different um, group programs and products that I've put out. And it is just something that I continue to try to spread that message that, yeah, it's hard, but you can do it. Absolutely. You just have to be, you know, committed to the journey. Absolutely. I love that. I'm so sorry you experienced that. Um, it's interesting though, you know, Romans 828, I always think of God always works things out. We have these horrific things that happen to us sometimes, but those very horrific things, oftentimes the, the fruit of it later on, you're like, like you said, it, it seems so strange, right? To say, but there was a blessing because it propelled you into that direction of healing but yet those very difficult times are what I know looking back in my life that propelled me into the greatest growth of my entire life because I, I was in a desperate mode and I had to grow and I had to let go of things and I had to heal and I had to go on that journey. And so it's such a powerful thing for you to really let go of that just as you described that you did. And so many people, unfortunately, don't even want to talk about it. And that is one of the pillars of Masterpiece Women is authenticity, because we really believe that once you get authentic and real and vulnerable with even those types of pains, there's so much growth that happens in that and permission for other women to be authentic and real as well. And we just had that experience at a lunch and one of the ladies shared something private with the table And she goes, I've never shared that with anybody, but wow, do I feel free, you know? And it's just, it's Mm -hmm. amazing what happens when you do share that. So thank you for sharing that and being vulnerable because that's so valuable to anybody out there listening that may have experienced what you experienced, Alicia. It's really common for all people, but especially business owners 
And I've seen that the more successful someone becomes, in many cases, the more they feel like they need to compartmentalize their emotional challenges, the problems that they're having at home, or, you know, the, the secret shames that they're carrying in their life. And those things are toxic, and they're not serving us, they're not serving anyone, and we don't need to. Um, One of the reasons that I do my podcast, uh, The Mind of Business Success, is to help to make it known to normalize the fact that we're all still working through our stuff. No matter how successful someone appears to be, they're still growing. They're still working through unresolved fears, doubts, and insecurities. They're bumping up against new layers of their self-limiting beliefs. And there is this tendency For us to look at someone, we see their their exterior appearance, we see their exterior success, and we assume that somehow they're advantaged over us. And what it does is it creates this deep sense of inadequacy, this doubting, this constant doubting, there must be something wrong with me, I'm not getting these types of results, I don't look as successful as this person. I don't have this, that, or whatever else. And that's not the right mindset Absolutely. to achieve your goals. Yeah. Or even if they look at their followers, especially in this industry, when it comes to coaching and things like that, and you're doing an online platform, how many women have you dealt with? I know I've dealt with a ton of them. They don't have as many likes or they don't have as many followers on their pages as other people. And it's literally paralyzing them, making them feel as if they are so inadequate, but they're not. They just have to build it the right way. And that's our passion is to help them. Yes, with the mindset, but also be able to implement strategies that actually work. And it takes time. All of it takes time. And so I love what you're doing because you're addressing those issues. And it's so important as a leader and especially as an entrepreneur to have your mindset right and to really understand yourself well so that you can hold those thoughts captive and you can change those habits and change those thought patterns. And I know you do a lot of work in that that arena. I'd love for you to share a little bit about the neuroscience behind it, because I'm a nurse. So I'm, I'm all about the, like, let's talk about the meat and grit here. Um, I did a whole class at our last retreat, just on the neuroscience so that people would understand, look, our bodies were created that way. That's how God created us. So I would love for you to touch a little bit on that, Alicia, on the science behind the mindset change and the habit breaking. Well, we've all experienced things in our life that we want to change patterns that we know are not helping us. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's in business, if it's your, your eating, uh, exercising, how you, how you respond to your children when they're getting a little rowdy, right? There are these behaviors that we sort of default to, and we can observe them sometimes as we're doing them and almost feel like we don't have control over those things. 
And what a lot of people do then is they go into shame and, and disapproving of themselves again, wrong mindset. Um, You've got to understand that you have literally created these, these habits in the mind and you're defaulting to these. So now an example of this is a lot of people will, they'll get in their car, they'll, they'll turn it on, they'll put it in reverse if they're backing out of their driveway and they take off and they're, you're not even conscious of a lot of those things that you are doing. You might be conscious and think to yourself, oh, I better make sure that I check to make sure there's no one in the, the road as I'm backing out. But most of what you're doing is already programmed into you. Absolutely. So- How many times have you been on the interstate and that happens just what you're talking about? All of a sudden you're like, oh, wow. You, you're like doing it so automatic. You're not even thinking about what's going on. You're just already five miles ahead and like, oh, wow. Right, exactly. So now once that's become a habit, and there are two ways that we impress deeply on our subconscious mind. One is through repetition. And that's why, what do we do when we're learning a new skill? Practice, 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 practice. You do it over and over and over again. You're creating all of those neural pathways. Now you've got that, that established as a habit. So now it just requires a tiny little bit of intention and you can activate that behavior without all of that conscious effort that you once had to put into making sure, you know, like you're tying your shoes, every little nuanced muscle movement is so awkward until you start to develop those neural pathways that allow you to just access that behavior but now you want to change something. You're starting not from scratch, not from ground zero. If you have a pre-existing habit, that's not serving you. So now we have to sort of unravel the old habit and create a new habit. And this is where people get really tripped up because we have these desires. We say, I want to do this, this, or that for my business. I want to put myself out there. I want to do more speaking. I want to run more successful advertisements. I want to do this webinar and start bringing people into this, this new program that I'm running, whatever the thing is, your intentions are good. And I always say it's your calling, right? That's your calling. That's your inner being. That's, you know, your, your spiritual, essence, like flowing through you saying, yes, you have a gift. You have a message. You have a voice that needs to be heard. Get out and do your thing. But the mind isn't always playing on, you know, on the same team. So now we encounter the fear or the doubt or the insecurity that has been programmed into us. And it stops us dead in our track. We manifest it as procrastination, perfectionism, some other self-sabotaging pattern. And it is incredibly frustrating and discouraging because you consciously 
are aware of that desire, that inner calling. You consciously know that it is for your highest good and it is a blessing for everyone that you can be of service to. And yet for some reason, you keep bumping up against this unseen invisible force. That's your subconscious conditioning. And so we have to, we have to sort of identify like, what is that fear? What are you trying? What is your mind trying to protect you from? You've got some associations in there. You've got some conditioning that is not serving you. That's established already. It's a done deal. Those, those patterns are in that brain of yours. So we have to soften up that resistance. And then we begin to replace it with new empowering beliefs and associations that when practiced, become the new subconscious default. Now I mentioned briefly that there's two ways that we can we can program and impress upon the subconscious mind. One is through repetition, the other is through intense emotion. And that's why when we've had a traumatic event, it can create so much pain for us, so many issues for us. Those moments where we have that deep intense emotion it just locks that data and that association and any conclusions we came to in that moment into the subconscious mind and that becomes a new pattern a new default and so we can use that to our advantage when we understand that positive emotion also is a really really good programmer And so when we start to create positive associations with our goals, with the new behaviors, with what we're wanting to create in our life, and we're doing it with repetition, now we can more effectively and quickly reprogram our own mind to support us in achieving our goals. And all of this is now being studied and documented by neuroscience. And we know that neuroplasticity is saying, oh, wait, you know, our, our, you know, our scientists were wrong all those years ago when they said that when you get to a certain age, you know, you, your ability to learn new information is deteriorating. Oh, wait, it doesn't matter if you're 60, 70, 80, 90, or hundred years old, you can recondition your mind absolutely amazing things to know yeah it's incredible isn't it what science actually proves that you can yeah I always think of and one of my examples that I use when I teach this is spaghetti noodles like a brain full of spaghetti noodles because our neural pathways that's kind of what they look like to some degree right but our thoughts and our negative thoughts look like that spaghetti bowl full of this massive mess you know and to think that you Alicia and I Tina and every other woman listening to this podcast can by repetition and by intentionality change the way those neural pathways go it's it's amazing and it's really revolutionary for people who are struggling with their mindset if they will take the time to do the work and they have incredible outcomes. I'm sure you've experienced that with your leaders that you coach that, wow, when you learn to overcome that and you, and you get new things every day, just like you said, we're like this onion, you peel back one layer and all of a sudden, oh, there's a little something here going on. What is this? 
But once you learn how to do it, you can evaluate it. And then it becomes second nature, just like you talked about getting in that car, right? Mm-hmm. And it, once you're conscious of it versus the subconscious. So I think it's just so powerful for people to understand that. So I appreciate you sharing it because it is definitely life-changing for anybody, let alone a leader to be in a place where their mindset is good. And oftentimes coaches, I have found, especially if their businesses aren't building as quickly as we you know, just described a moment ago, they tend to get into this self-doubt mode. And the reality is they know how to overcome it. And yet they get stuck there as well. We all do in some area of our life. And so that's why I see the value of having a coach always, because I'm always going to my coach and growing. The more you're growing, the more you're, you know, breaking through new things that you discover that you need to address. I kind of feel like God only shows you some of them a piece at a time, just because it can be overwhelming to be like pulled all the layers back simultaneously. (laughs) So, um, or new things, new things that you're doing are out of your comfort zone and it doesn't feel comfortable, but the reality is if you'll face them and you'll push through it and you do change your mindset, then I tell everybody, get out of your comfort zone, being uncomfortable is the best place you can be. Right. Well, and we've all experienced this. It's a very practical thing. You can be incredibly intimidated by something and now you start doing it and you become comfortable with that thing. I used to be so intimidated by people taking photos of me being on camera. And now, I mean, I couldn't imagine growing my business without doing those things. So It's absolutely possible, whatever it is that you think you're so afraid of. Now, the challenge is getting started. And that's why people talk so much about, I'm not confident enough. I'm not confident enough to do that thing. And that's where, you know, we can use different techniques to help you begin the conditioning process. So you start to feel comfortable and confident enough to take those initial first steps. And from there, then you build up that mental muscle to be able to do that very efficiently, very effectively. And you might even love it. Absolutely. It is funny because as you get out of that comfort zone and you feel so free, it's just, it's a very freeing feeling when you are confident and when you are stepping out and realizing it actually reminds me of this conversation I had with a mom actually today she was talking about her college student is off in Italy and the first day was having all these issues and texting mom texting mom texting mom well then with the time difference and mom's asleep she couldn't reach her and she realized maybe I should handle this on my own and you know oftentimes we get so dependent or so you know, scared to do things on our own, that we use some kind of a crutch, whatever that is for us, a parent, a, you know, friend, whatever. And she dealt with it on her own. And she said to her mom, oh my goodness, it was amazing how good I felt that I handled it. And I thought, isn't that just so true? Like we don't realize how oftentimes getting out of that comfort zone and just saying, you know what, I can do this. 
actually is what builds the confidence is just Mm -hmm. doing it scared, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it is. It's interesting. So, so let's talk a little bit about how did you practically get started in this in industry when you started, like, what were the things that you saw that were of benefit now, or I should say back then when you started 10 years ago or so that we maybe, you know, have improved on now something that happened that was difficult and how did you handle it? I always love to just give practical tools to women just starting businesses. Um, love to hear from you an example of something that transpired for you as you got started. Well, one of the things that I still see people struggle with that was in, incredibly true um, for, for me as well is exposure. So you can have the most amazing life-changing product or service, but if no one knows you exist, you cannot help them. So we know that we need to market, but a lot of people think about it in a really, really overly simplistic way in the sense that they've sort of, they're, they're playing really small, meaning uh, I might post a little bit on social media, or I might run this little ad to my local chamber of commerce, or I might attend this networking event and your exposure is incredibly limited. So what I recognized was I needed to, I needed to get out there and I needed to be seen. I needed to create um, more of a platform for myself to connect with the people I was meant to serve. And That can look different for different people. For some people, it's speaking. For some people, it's doing podcasts. For some people, it is building up your social media following and learning how to utilize that platform, not just to get likes, but to actually get people into your marketing funnel so that you can speak to them. They can start to get to know, like, and trust you, learn about how you can support them, and then take that next step with you. But exposure is so incredibly important. And a lot of us are not comfortable with that. A lot of us are not comfortable being seen and being heard. That was a huge issue for me. Um, I grew up in an environment where I really was made to feel like I was, a, I was unwanted. I was a burden. And so I literally developed the skill of walking so quietly that even to this very day, Sometimes I'll be like standing in, in the kitchen and my husband will like jump. He's like, cause he doesn't hear me. Um, so for someone who's trying to protect themselves at that deeper subconscious level, it can be very, very challenging to put yourself out there in that bigger way. We were talking about building up your, your confidence by doing these things and there's nothing more rewarding than to hear from someone, a client or a customer, that you have had a profound impact on their life. Mm -hmm. And you've got to remember, you're not just doing this for you. You are of service. And you've got to 
sometimes put on your big girl pants and get out there and do those things. Be seen, be heard, be yourself, be authentic, be the light because people need you. And that gift and contribution that you are, that's being channeled through you. That's like who we really are. We're not our fears. We're not our doubts. We're not our insecurities. We're not the mean things that people said to us when we were in school. We're so much more than that. And we really have to step into that and start to own that. Absolutely. I couldn't have said it better, Alicia. That's excellent. That's so true. You have to step out and it's in. I'm sure you would say the same thing, Alicia. Think about the first videos you ever did. When I first decided to be a coach, like I was a businesswoman. I know how to build business. That's no problem. I was very confident in that field in healthcare staffing, but that wasn't where God called me to be. And the first few times I spoke publicly for human trafficking projects around the world, I was petrified, petrified and didn't do a great job. And I watched the recordings and I was like, oh my goodness. You know, I'd spoken, you know, as an entrepreneur and businesswoman, I, you know, people would ask me to speak at Chamber of Commerce event, all these different events for years, very confident because it was all about my, you know, specialty. And I knew it inside and out. And when I stepped out of it, it was so scary. And I looked at when I, did you know but then I did it I just did it scared eventually then as my confidence grew and I learned to hold those thoughts captive when I would stand up and go who do you think you are talking about this massive subject and I was working for this huge organization and and literally the fears and the lack of you know um confidence would come in and then when I started coaching again, same thing, your videos are probably like mine. I look back and go, Oh, wow. But I did it, you know? And so I have left the videos that weren't so great in my membership specifically because I want the women to see, look, the content is great. Actually go through the content. You pay attention to the PowerPoint. It's phenomenal. I, on the other hand, didn't know where my eyes went, didn't know where my, I still don't sometimes. Sometimes when I'm on the Zoom, I'll look down because I'm looking, I love looking at the people that are talking, but if I do that, my head's right here, you know, and um, it's funny. I look at it and it just kind of makes me laugh because I had no idea what I was doing. Do you have some of those videos too? Do we all have oh, them? Or I, just yes. Me? Yeah. <laughs> um, and The reality is you just have to embrace the fact that anytime you do something new, you're not going to be an expert at it right out the gate. Even if you're naturally charismatic or you're naturally, you know, sort of outgoing, you're, you don't have, you don't have that skill set really dialed in yet. And that's okay. Everybody starts with where they're at. And I love that you shared your story because there's so much truth to this, that you can be really confident in one area of your life, but when you're stepping into something unknown and you don't have the subconscious knowns, you don't have the frame of reference, you don't have the associations with that. It is going to trigger a lot of those fears, those doubts, those insecurities. And we can learn how to feel the confidence that we remember because it's in, it's known in our subconscious. We can remember that feeling of confidence in that other area of our life, really build up that positive feeling within us and sort of 
merge it together with this new area so that we can see ourselves in our mind. We can visualize ourselves essentially feeling that level of confidence in this new endeavor. And we're actually helping to create those new neural pathways, those new knowns in the subconscious mind. So true. Very good. Well, you have been a wealth of knowledge, Alicia, and I thank you. And ladies, if you're on this podcast today and you want to connect with Alicia, we will have her website listed on the podcast. So definitely connect with her. And um, we appreciate all that you do, Alicia, to help women grow as entrepreneurs. So thank you for being here. Thank you so much. So ladies, if you haven't hopped into our membership platform, we have the Masterpiece Women membership. We actually give it to you for 50, well, for 30 days for free, actually. And so be sure to hop on there. There's lots of great programs on building business, on mindset. There's Bible studies, you name it. There's all kinds of great resources in there. We'd love to have you. And we look forward to seeing you in the membership platform. Thank you, ladies, and have a blessed, blessed day.